Hello Taurus friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Taurus October 2022 Astrology Horoscope. This is unavoidable is the theme that we have for this month. We'll get into more of that, but first I want to let you know that this is for you if Taurus is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Taurus placement you watch for. And if you are a late degree Taurus, so we'll say like May 15th, the rest of the sign, or 23 degrees, I also suggest you listen to my Gemini report as you very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. We're going to get to what I'm talking about here with some things being unavoidable and first and also as part of that discussion we've got to talk about this mega list of really what is making October one of the most powerful months of the entire year. First, we'll start out with some lighter stuff here. We've got more salty compared to sweet aspects. Salty aspects, it's a word that I use to describe inharmonious connections. And the sweet ones, even though there are more of the salty ones, we still have at least 10 really great aspects just with the planets that I'm looking at. So there are lots of nice bumps along, or nice dips along the way, but what this salty profile looks like is basically speed bumps, okay? so. You're going along and then a bump. You're going along and then a bump. Most of these pass pretty quickly, but there are some very big bumps and things that we're going to be working with. Something else contributing to this speed bump energy is all this retrograde. Mercury is direct on October 2nd, but it takes until around October 17th to clear. That means it's going to be hard to plan, hard to schedule, hard to see more than one step ahead of you. But as soon as Mercury goes direct, with every day that passes, we get to see more of those little stepping stones and we can start to see a path and make some plans. So even though we will be entrenched in Mars retrograde from really September 4th through March 15th, with the heat of that being October 30th through January 18th, um, you will definitely see a difference as far as planning and scheduling and um, clarity on certain topics mid-month. So that is something exciting and that we can celebrate. Mars retrograde means a lot of times our energy levels can go down or we can get more lazy. Taurus is one of the least lazy signs of the whole zodiac. But even even the best among us, myself included, I'm an Aries and you know, I, as you see, I don't usually run out of energy. But in Mars retrograde, I've noticed that if I try to fight the fact that I'm becoming lazy or lazier, then the keynote for Mars retrograde is frustration if you try to force things. So this is not a time to force things. This is a time to be on the shore, not putting your boat out to try to launch it because the tides are coming in, but seeing what, what rolls in on the tides, pretty shells, maybe some garbage to deal with. You're just sort of hanging out there and being the spider where you just hang out and see what shows up in your web and let the food come to you essentially. Now that being said, there are some things that are unavoidable and some of that is involving radical change. We'll get some more details, but again, that's going to be really things that come to you that you have to decide about. You trying to force and instigate something unless you're very intuitively inclined and have clear guidance and synchronicity about that. Most of this is going to be something coming in that you now have to decide on. Jupiter still retrograde until November 23rd. So some things that had been cruising forward might start going backwards as of July, depending on when you're listening to this, because I always post these early. 
But, you know, we're kind of in a little cycle where basically Jupiter wants to help you build big skyscrapers. But for four months in its cycle, it goes backwards to test to make sure that foundation is strong enough to hold how high you're trying to go. So it's just a little grounding period, um, which is beneficial to the overall expansion. But if you see things cooling off, this could be an explanation and could help you to relax about it, which again is one of the tools of astrology is if you just understand these cycles, then you can be like, instead of, oh, I'm feeling lazy, I'm going to fight it. Then you have the frustration. Then it's like, oh, well, Andy said I might get a little lazy or a little lower energy and, you know, um, don't try to force things. Now, that being said, if you feel lower energy, don't avoid going to the doctor because you think it's just astrological. You know, if you've got something physically going on, you should definitely get that checked out. Okay, so there's a full moon in Aries, so expect some drama, completion, fruition to come in the days around October 9th. And this could have to do specifically for Taurus with some sort of major insight or fear that you're dealing with. And this is one of those things, that we'll just start our topic of the things that are unavoidable here. Fear is kind of unavoidable at this time, but conquering the fear also could be part of the unavoidable thing. <laughs> so, you know, Taurus people have had a lot going on. Let's talk about this cycle. October 25th, we're having a two degree Scorpio eclipse. It's a solar eclipse. November 8th, we're having a 16 degree Taurus eclipse. It's a lunar eclipse. But this cycle has been at play from the end of 2021 and will go to the end of 2023. So you all are in the hot seat. Because when the Scorpio eclipses happen, they oppose your sign. And when the Taurus eclipses happen, they're in your sign. So you all have been, the Taurus and Scorpio people have been up for radical change. And as much as this can bring in everything you've ever wanted, there is part of what's unavoidable here. Okay, so let's have our unavoidable list. Is that you have to conquer these fears. Fear of going out of the hobbit hole, in a lot of cases for Tauruses, you know, fear of failing, fear of taking on too much, fear of not being able to handle things, fear of, of change, you know, basically. And that's part of what is unavoidable as well. Change is coming. And it's maybe some of you will leave this period and not have tremendous change, but it's very unlikely because everyone is pretty much getting profoundly affected because the two degree Scorpio eclipse is going to oppose those of you who are in the early designation. So April born Tauruses, you're in the hot seat for that October eclipse. And remember these eclipses have a season, September through December is this one, October and November are the, the, the heat of it because that's when the eclipses are, but four to six weeks before the actual eclipse. So four to six weeks before October 25th, really things start heating up and anything can happen along this whole time of 2021 to 2023. These points can be activated and things can show up. But this is just a time where the pot is getting really bubbly, you know, with the flame getting super hot as, he, as eclipse season hit, heats up. So April born Tauruses or people who are like zero to seven ish degrees, you all are definitely in the hot seat for this eclipse. Okay, and this is the Scorpio eclipse. And this is in the house of relationships. But the Taurus one is in the house of yourself. So, you know, you've got me, we, supercharged, you versus other people, taking time for yourself, how you are in relationships, forgiveness, or, you know, moving on. You know, there's unavoidable trajectory shifts 
that are things that are probably going to be completely out of your control, even if it seems like you have to make some decisions. It could be new chapters to a relationship. So let's say you've gotten engaged, you're getting married, now you have a kid. <laughs> There's our little baby. And so it's bittersweet, right? Because you'll miss and you'll never again have the situation before the kids, right? But you're moving into being a parent and that's the best thing in the world. So yay, you know, so, but it's that type of profound change that we're talking about here. And it's, you know, things with you, your physical body, your health, your wellness, ancestral issues that have piled up, you know, past life, if you believe in that, or know that past life of our ancestors can come in through our genetics. So past life is at play here in our health sector. And that science is going to keep proving that. Now, as for our soul, that's another story. But that layer, if you if you resonate with that, can be present here. We're really, really stodgy things that have been in place for a long time are, are getting activated in this polarity. Your stuff, your money, your, you know, sustainability, your um, income versus your shared income, your husband, spouse, wife, you know, whatever you call them, your parents, inheritances, lotto winning, sweepstakes, government, taxes, all of this is being supercharged at this time. And things that come up in these arenas are going to be unavoidable. So, you know, big partnership changes, what could seem like for worse, but ultimately they'll wind up being for better. And why is that? Because the universe is keeping us on track with the North and South node, the North and South node are our highest expression in this lifetime is the North node. And then the South node is our karma and also gifts that we came in with and tools we can use to fuel our highest expression. So if there ever were a chance to clear karma, this is another thing we have here, is clearing of karma. I mean, that's unavoidable. Clearing of negative karma, which means you might have to live through some of it. But what's also unavoidable is the opening up of new, possibly more positive karma. Karma. <laughs> so all of these things are just, you know, coming. And so even though these April friends are in the hot seat from the Scorpio eclipse, the other eclipse here, let's go back to our little thing, it's 16 degrees, November 8th, lunar eclipse. All right, so that means 11 degrees through 21 degrees. Y'all are in the hot seat, so what is that? That's May 1st through May 11th. So now you can see we're already covering like three of the four weeks of the Gemini cycle, and all of you are in the hot seat. The only ones that aren't getting direct hits from this particular eclipse cycle, I mean, this these months might not be true in you know, the other eclipses that come in this fuller cycle, are the very late degree friends. But that doesn't mean the change isn't coming for you all. So when I say late degree, you know, I mean like the May 12th or 13th through the rest of the sign, or like, you know, 22 degrees through the rest of the sign. You all are not getting a direct hit, but the change could be just as profound for you, partly because it's just everything is nearby and this is the season. But part of it also could be that you have more planets in Taurus than, or, or Scorpio for that matter, than you think. 
And of course, these eclipses can cast different angles to different signs. And so, you know, figuring out who's in the hot seat is quite complicated without completely knowing your chart. We can just look at small pieces here. So you can run a free birth chart online. You get that as a perk when you sign up for my free email newsletter at AnnieHelpsYou.com. Um, and you can just look online how to run a free birth chart, but you can find out more about your chart to, to see this. But this is pretty unavoidable. Okay, so these things are, you know, very profound, and they are happening, and they are unavoidable. Now, something else that's unavoidable is that you are having another layer of reevaluation of your finances, and Mars is bringing that to you in your second house of money. So it's unavoidable that you're going to have money topics come up, and that's both coming from the eclipse cycle and Mars. But again, this doesn't have to be bad. This doesn't have to be doom and gloom. If you've been wanting a change, this could be the change you've been waiting for. If you've been trying to manifest, if you're like doing all your work and doing all your manifesting, this could check, 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 create everything that you have wanted. This could help you get out of a rut. You know, while people are so much more than their sun sign or your moon sign or your rising or whatever you're watching for, the energy of Taurus is very, very stable and grounded and stodgy, but it can hold on to things for way longer. And I know this personally too, because my south node is in Taurus. So I'm going through this with you from the south node perspective. And I know that you know, things can accumulate around us, this energy of accumulation. It could be the accumulation of emotions. It could be the accumulation of material things. It could be the, you know, just things having to do with things building up and then getting cemented in. But this energy is really breaking you free. Some of it is through experimentation, which this Mars and Gemini can really bring. And some of it's through just having this matrix being completely cracked open. So all of that is unavoidable. And you might have that unexpected visitor um, knock at your hobbit hole. If you've read The Hobbit, then you know what I'm talking about. And actually the Hobbit series is coming out. So that's pretty Lord of the Rings, new Lord of the Rings stuff. It's very, very much what you all are working with right now. And to add to this, we have the last Saturn in Uranus square. So Saturn, the old, the stodgy, the stable, the tried and true, the ancient wisdom, the, you know, systems that aren't working, all of it, for better or worse, is being challenged by Uranus, the new, the progressive, the futuristic, the fledgling, the erratic, the unstable. And we've had this, this clash again, 2021, it's in the hot seat there. We had three clashes of this aspect. Then it was in close proximity early in 2022 from that December 2021 clash. And now it's coming back again, October 1st through 12th, and it will linger into November. So what we're working with here globally is another layer of the same thing that Taurus is working with, which is the energy of the old being tested by the energy of the new in a square, which is a pressure point. Now, I, I know a lot of Tauruses are going to feel anxious from hearing this, and I want to, again, just remind you that change is scary, but change is inevitable, and change is constant. And the changes could be supremely positive, and that we do tend to have anxiety. If you are having anxiety about this or anything else, you know, and it's not manageable, of course, you need to get help. If it's just, if it's manageable, but it's just bothering you, look into EFT, the Emotional Freedom Technique, there's so many free resources online. You know, if you're not in a situation where you need actual medical care, because some people do, and this isn't going to be for them in that case, but just for the kind of things we deal with as humans that are, 
are manageable but stressful, this can actually, and this is scientific, this is not metaphysical, um, this can help you lower your cortisol. Um, this has been scientifically proven. There have been hundreds of studies that have shown that using EFT can actually lower your cortisol, which is, you know, your stress response. It can boost your immune system markers, and it can have all kinds of other um, effects on mood as well, the cascade for mood. So, you know, really look into this. If you've heard me talk about it before and you're like, okay, yeah, 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 whatever, this might be the time, all right? And also know that um, there is a bigger plan. If, if you believe in that, you know, I'm not going to push pushing my beliefs on you. And what we call that bigger, bigger plan or, or bigger entity or whatever is, is not important to me. Um, I'm, I'm open. I'm open to leave this as our benevolent creator. All right. But just kind of know that there's a divine plan. And even if it seems in the chaos of the moment, and the sadness and the anger and the frustration and the fear that there isn't, there is. And one of the ways we know this is the divine ratio that's present in everything. I talk about this more in my book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. But the golden ratio that's present in so many things in nature, in our facial, you know, our, our, our ratios, in our face, our body symmetry, you know, all of these things, and is also included in the connection, the mean distance between the stars is actually that, that beautiful ratio as well. <laughs> so everywhere we look outside of us and inside of us, there's actually coherence. And to me that, that says, wow, that brings me great peace. And hopefully it can bring you great peace to know that no matter how chaotic a moment can seem or something new, you know, coming in may seem, there is this balance and this divine order and structure and plan. And if you can just use tools like EFT or whatever you need help with to let go of the resistance and the fear, then, you know, you can just tap in to see what the universe has in store for you. And maybe it's better than you will ever have imagined. You know, maybe it's cracking you open into things that you never knew could be, or maybe it's making things manifest exactly how you've been hoping. So it's very important to understand Mars retrograde and Mercury retrograde. You can search for Mars retrograde, Mercury retrograde, and Annie Botticelli and find my YouTube videos and blogs. I also suggest you listen to my um, Eclipses in Scorpio and Eclipses in Taurus videos. Okay, you can go to Annie Helps You TV and um, go to the bottom of the screen, go to the Eclipse playlist, because these, I, I'm not covering all of the ways that these things can affect you. I'm just giving you some general pieces. Also watch my video on Saturn square Uranus. This is a, a really good in-depth look at these types of changes that are going on and we see them globally, but it'll also help you to understand what's going on within yourself. And the more we understand it, the more it's easier, easier for us to, to go through it because we say, oh, okay, this is happening for this reason. And this is how I can work with this. And, you know, because Saturn is being put through the lens of Uranus, meaning saying, okay, what's, needs to be broken up here in the stodgy systems that aren't working. And we clearly see the disintegration of that, the systems that aren't working. But then Saturn, Uranus is going through the Saturn um, lens as well, saying, okay, fledgling, erratic, unstable idea, <laughs> super futuristic. Is that something we can do something about now? Maybe Elon Musk can, right? But for something in our own lives, to what degree can we bring about something new 
and, and what do we need to keep in place in our stable core so that chaos doesn't reign supreme as the new infiltrates into the old, creating the new systems. The last piece I want to add in here is just reiterating the things that happened, but I just want to show you this other layer. The Sun, Venus, and soon-to-be Mercury are all in that going to be or are in the energy of Libra. Okay, so this again is another layer of partnerships. This is also bringing in the topic of your health again and your wellness and your happiness and your daily routines that keep you happy and well. This can also be pets, animals, notable things going on there and can be, you know, office and business and, and that kind of thing. And so some keys are going to come in through collaboration. If you've been doing things on your own, which Tauruses tend to do a lot on their own, this is another, you know, astrological marker of having help, having support, um, collaborating, just abbreviate that there, you know, having practitioners help you, um, having an accountant, you know, just basically delegating out things and working together with people to piece together the puzzles that you've been working on.